0: welcome to another episode of the scriptural cliff note sessions okay um i don't know where everybody is but i'm gonna do this bible study um this is a real important one um Today is the Sabbath, and it is 12-11-2021, 20, and the discussion that we have today is the mouth, which is a really, really important one, because people need to understand that they hold power in their tongues, so it's the mouth slash the tongue, because you know the tongue is in the mouth, so... <laughs> Um, and, um, we're going to discuss how important it is and why you should watch what you say and hold your tongue and be able to discern when to open your mouth and when to keep it shut. Okay. Um, why are we discussing the mouth slash the tongue? Because it's an important part of human beings when we communicate. It is one of the strongest devices next to our actions. How powerful is the mouth slash tongue? As powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Okay, now that is scriptural. And we already know carnally, you could start trouble with that mouth. The mouths start wars. I mean, the mouth is treacherous. So we know how it is, okay. So um, here's some examples. Self-fulfilling prophecy, and I'll discuss what that is. Uh, We can support with it. We can abuse with it. Words cause havoc. They start wars. Words condemn. They spread rumors and slander. This is all against the law and the commands and the 613 laws. Now I'm going to go back to self-fulfilling prophecy. Self-fulfilling prophecy is basically this. And I will give you an example. You are being told that you were stupid by your parent or somebody who is, used to be your caretaker all your life. What are you going to grow up being? Stupid. That's what it is. A self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay. Because if we are supposed to be made in Yah's image, what we say happens. Remember, Yah's word does not fall down void. Whatever he says is, it's the same thing with us. We continue to say it. We're going to bring it on ourselves. Okay. We're going to, whatever we say happens, whether it be good or bad. If you were smart and led by the Ruach, you would mind what you say and hold your tongue, thereby holding your peace. Yahshua held his peace. Even when he was going to be uh, hung up on that tree, impaled. They didn't say nothing. Now he could have said something and angels would have swooped down and killed everybody in sight. But he didn't say anything because this was a prophecy and he knew he had to go through um, this prophecy in order to be, for it to be fulfilled. In order for him to be glorified and the Ruach come down, he had to go through this. And this was, nobody could go through what he, he went through. Nobody. Dying for his friends and and doing all the rest of this stuff. Nobody could do that. And nobody is willing to do that. And we already discussed this in previous lessons. So we know that, um, keep that on please. We know that um, what Yahusha did and we know that we can never do what he did in regards to our mouths because we are reckless with our mouths. Okay. What does it say about the word or words in the scriptures? First John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was Yahusha." okay? I'm just telling you what the word is. I only quoted a piece of their scripture, okay? However, this can go either way. Your words could go either way. The, be- the word came in the beginning. So that's how powerful it is. Before human beings stepped their foot down here, the word was here the word was here. And since the earth is corrupt, the word could go anyway, just like using the scriptures. These people, they use these scriptures for anything. They bend it anyway. It's not the way it's supposed to be, but they still do it. So the word could be used anyway. And we do it all the time. When we start saying stuff to people, when we get to arguments, honey, that is one of the most powerful tools that we can attack somebody with our words and sometimes we need to learn and discern first we need to learn to keep our mouths shut and we need to discern when to use our mouths we need to start thinking and stop being more um active and be a little proactive and thinking first before you open up your mouth so um all right um our words can go either way because remember uh there is sin and corruption in the world the devil or devils corrupt via the word worldly also remember when the devil took yahusha on the mountain when he was fasted in the desert and tried to tempt him via words in the scriptures The devil took Yahushua while he was in the the, um, wilderness, which was the desert, 40 days fasting, no, no food. And I'm going to tell you why he did that when he when we start talking about the scriptures. But he was in there 40 days fasting. Let me give you a little piece because he was denying himself. You have to deny yourself. We all have to deny ourselves and stop being um, greedy. That's that's a part of the law um you know you have to um there's a lesson that i was teaching yesterday and that that pretty much tells you um a little bit of it too sometimes we have to deny ourselves we do sometimes we have to fast sometimes there's things that we have to do to become stronger in our being so yahushua was doing what he was supposed to do he was in the desert fasting and then here comes the devil and was trying to tempt him now how was the devil trying to tempt him with words and what words scriptural words so that's what he was doing okay so uh when he was tempting Yeshua, the devil was tempting Yeshua in the wilderness and he took him three places and was basically telling Yeshua, if you worship me I'm gonna give you all the kingdoms in the world now just think about that for a second The devil is telling y'all in the flesh that he's going to give him all the kingdoms in the world. First of all, that's laughable, okay? And second of all, you are taking scripture and trying to battle with the most high. What is the most high going to do? Fight him, And that's exactly what happened. They started dueling with the words. They started dueling with scriptural words. It was beautiful. So... They had a scriptural battle. And then um, after which Yahshua harshly rebuked them and the devil fled. Okay. What does Yah through the prophets in the scriptures have to say about the mouth or the tongue? Yah uses his own children, the prophets, to chastise his own set-apart nation. Now, who's the set-apart nation? Israel. Remember I said everything is contingent on Israel. Israel is the set-apart particular people. Israel is the first fruits. Israel is Yah's own. So everything is contingent on Israel. Okay. there's even scriptures that say Israel's the apple of my eye and everything else is spit in a bucket. I already said that is in the book of four Ezra. So everything is contingent on Israel. It does not mean other people's not going. If you want to know more about that, please listen to other um, lessons that I got. But everything is contingent on Israel. That's what I'm saying. For the Gentiles, we already know the heathens is not going, so I'm not even thinking about them. But when I say Israel, I'm basically talking about the um, Gentiles too with a focus on Israel. Everything is contingent on Israel. So yes, I am talking about Israel. And when I say Israel, I mean the children of Israel, okay? I'm not talking about the state. I'm not talking about the country. The children of Israel, okay? Let's, Let's keep that focus, okay? So, YAH uses his children, the prophets, to chastise his own set-apart nation, Yasharal, which is Israel. We condemn each other with the words that we should not say. And in turn, we condemn ourselves. Human beings say stuff they should not say and it's being held against them. That's what it says in the scriptures. The things that you say is going to be held against you. As a matter of fact, the police use that. Everything that you say is gonna be held against you. Where did they get that from? The scriptures. Okay. So the things that you say, everything you say is gonna be held against you. Everything you do is gonna be held against you. Uh-huh. It says that in the scriptures. So look at the history of Israel, not listening to Yahuwah and his prophets, and having prophets of their own, tickle, tickle their ears. And that's two Timothy four and five. And I'm gonna tell you what that means in a minute. With good news when the bad news from Yah is what they should not be heeding to for their own good, okay? What does that mean? In biblical history, I said this before. the children of Israel didn't move without a prophet. Remember, the children of Israel don't listen. They stiff neck, they stupid. They don't turn from their wicked ways. Israel is something else. So, In the beginning, when they was listening, at some point, when at least when they was with Moses, okay, they listened to Moses because y'all said, you're going to be God on earth and Aaron's going to be your prophet. Since then, they had prophets. Y'all said he was going to walk with the children of Israel. The Israel uh, children of Israel didn't want to hear nothing. He said, oh, we might die if we hear him. Oh, he's too holy, this, that, the other. So y'all said, okay, all right. I, I won't talk to you. What I will do, I, was to, I will talk through a prophet. I will choose a specific person and I will talk to that person and that person is going to tell you what he said. And then, yeah, I told you the distinction of listening to prophets, the true prophet against the false prophet. He told you exactly what to look for. Okay. That's in the scriptures. So on and on, you know, uh, uh, the, the uh, generations went on and on from uh, Moses. And then, you know, when they start doing wars and all this, and when Moses wasn't there, and then the kings start coming because they wanted a king and they didn't want to listen to you When the kings start coming, then the kings start being corrupt. And the king always had a prophet. Sometimes he had two, but um, a king always had a prophet. And before they called them prophets, they called them seers. So when there was a prophet, the prophet will always tell the king what was going on, when to have a war, when to go out, when to stop the nonsense, the king, the prophet will always advise the king. It was like the top advisor to the king. So what happened was when we got corrupt kings, we didn't want to, We, our ancestors didn't want to listen to a prophet no more because the prop, y'all would tell the prophet, I'm getting ready to reprimand this king, or I'm getting ready to kill this king. You better go over there to him and tell him to stop what he's doing. But you know what the king would do? The king would have the prophet killed. The king would have the prophet of Yah killed. Or the king would have his own prophets to tickle his ears, meaning tell him what he wants to hear. So the prophet is lying with false doctrines. This is against the law. So that's what would happen. Either the king would have his own prophets, hide his own, in his own entourage. I'm talking regular language here, his own entourage, because you know they didn't have entourage back there. But the king would have his own people telling him and advising him with false doctrines, with false stuff. Oh yeah, you gonna witness little war. You gonna do this, you gonna do that. And guess what? That's not what y'all said. So a lot of times, the king, well, he didn't want to hear what y'all had to say. Now, he's not hes not going against the prophet, even though he killed the prophet. But we already know what y'all said. Don't worry about the person who can kill the body. Worry about the person who can kill the body and the soul in hellfire. I just put that pen in there just to let you know um, the kings and whoever else killed all the prophets. The children of Yashorel started killing their own prophets. Little do they know, you know, everybody's going to come back. Especially the prophets, because they heard directly from Yah. But they didn't want to hear what the prophet is saying because they was like, Well, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what I want to. I'm not listening to no prophet. And every time they didn't listen to the prophet, they would die the kings. They would get slaughtered because they wasn't listening to the word of Yah. It wasn't you know that you know that saying, Don't kill the messenger. Okay, that's do to the prophets. Don't kill me giving you the message. I'm telling you the message from Yah. And they turn around and kill all the prophets. Every last one, well, I'm not going to say every last one of them because there's two that they never killed. Because Enoch was a prophet and a scribe of righteousness to Yah and he never died. And then it was Elijah, so he never died either. But And they coming back too. That's a part of prophecy. We'll be talking about that later. But like I said, they killed all the prophets. And when I say all of them, they with the exception of the two, they killed them. Okay. Israel wants to hear good things all the time, even when they're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Tickling your ear. That's what it means. I'm going to tell you good stuff. I'm not going to tell you nothing bad. And the bad thing is Israel still, the children of Israel still want to hear good stuff. I don't care how much the children of Israel's is doing bad. They killing themselves in the street. They go and selling each other drugs. They doing all kinds of stuff, Judah. I don't care how much they doing wrong. They don't want nobody to tell them what to do. This is why somebody could walk down the street and kill somebody and nobody say nothing. This is what you got to think about. You got to think about some serious things here. This is why. Somebody could walk down the street on Fifth Avenue and shoot one of Judah and nobody care. Think about that. Because nobody wants to listen to the word of you nobody okay all right israel is stiff neck and stupid that's what y'all said my children are stupid and they they are gonna suffer for the lack of mouth there's so many scriptures that y'all said his his children are dumb they stupid they stiff neck it's so many and that's why he said he's weeding out the rebels that's what he said okay uh, Jeremiah 4 and 22 and Hosea 4 and 6. This is why he's saying they stupid and stiff necked the, the Gentiles and the heathens know more than y'all because y'all are so dumb. This is what y'all are saying. The worst thing is they know that they wrong. Israel know they wrong. And they still refuse to listen to what's right. The word of y'all. Yeah, and turn away from the world. The devil, false doctrines, jealousy, envy, and other sinful acts they refuse. They know it's wrong, and they're still going over there. Now, what the hell's wrong with uh, Israel? What is wrong with that? They fight among themselves, they do all kinds of stuff. They're a bunch of buffoons. Notice many scriptures that talk about the mouth and the tongue are prophetic scriptures. They come straight from the prophets. Talking about your mouth and watching your mouth and watching your tongue and discern what you say. Yes, because that's how important it is. That's how important it is for you to watch your mouth, so you know that it was communicated straight from Yah himself, because Yah speaks directly to the prophets, and they delivered the a message, just like the Ruach said, and Yeshua said, "This message is not from me." It's from my father. Right. It's not from me, honey. I can't tell you what to do. I'm just a representative. I can't tell you what to do. I'm telling you what YAH is telling me. And that's what happens when you get the Ruach. The Ruach is telling you what to do. It ain't from you because you have limited knowledge. You're carnal. You don't know. I already said this a hundred times. Just like in the book of Ezra. Please put your foot, phone on mute. Just like in the book of Ezra, what did the angel tell Ezra? You don't oh, know you. nothing. All you know is what's going on on earth and you don't hardly know that. How can I tell you? Just like, just like Yeshua said, how can I tell you heavenly things and you don't even know earthly things? You don't even understand what I'm telling you now. How is it that I'm telling you something you don't know, but you still want to know um, information? Just like Adam and Eve. They want to know knowledge. Why? Why is knowledge so important? Because people can rule and, and badger people and abuse people and control people with knowledge. But we not talk about knowledge. We talk about the things that you said. But this is what people search for. And then they can use that against you with their mouth and their tongue. All right yeah and puffed up and all the rest of that stuff but we're not gonna talk about that we're talking about strictly the mouth because there's a whole bunch of stuff Yahuda and um doing that they shouldn't be doing we already know that we know that they said i mean i already said it i mean i could keep just talking about um israel they for the remainder of the time we continue to um have scriptural studies and i could tell you all about judah but i'm sure that you know you look around and you see all the stuff that uh, Judah is doing that's sprinkled all over the world. Watch all the buffoonery that they're doing to themselves. Nobody don't have to do that to them because they're doing it to themselves. Now, do I even have to tell you who they are? No, you know. Okay, let us focus on the scriptures that have to say about the mouth and the tongue. And there's quite a few, but I, I, I grabbed the most important ones that I felt was... Um, Uh no, yeah, yes, thank you. Relevant for this (laughs) for this study. Sorry, sometimes I get a brain freeze. Okay, Isaiah 58 and 1. Cry aloud and spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people Israel their transgressions and the house of Jacob their sins. Now, what does that mean? It means do not hold nobody's hand. Let Israel know the nonsense uh, they're doing and confront them. Why can't the children of Israel confront the children of Israel? Why can't they? I'm going to tell you this little story. And since I start hearing from um, the Ruach and I'm a woman, it's a problem, especially with men who are puffed up. It really doesn't matter who y'all sends. It doesn't matter who y'all sends to deliver the message cuz spiritually even a donkey sent a message to a prophet. Yes, a donkey, an animal sent the message. Why can't he send a woman? And I'm going to talk about that too cuz there are women prophetess, Yes, there are and there are women that um, that led the children of Israel, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm just saying Yah uses who he uses to reprimand Israel. How many times can he send somebody to give Israel a message? How? How many times? It just doesn't make sense. So this um, this scripture, cry aloud and spare not, means that somebody from Israel is telling you what you're doing is wrong. Somebody from your own nation is telling you what you're doing is wrong. First of all, you don't want to hear from nobody, uh, from no other nation telling you. And then you don't want to hear from nobody from your own nation telling you you wrong. You wrong. Israel's wrong. This is why they in the situation they in. Y'all said, oh, I'm just going to weed out the rebels. You don't want to listen to my prophets. You don't want to listen to the kings. You don't want to listen to this. You don't want to listen to that. You don't want to listen to the messages that I'm sending you. I'm going to weed you out. And this is why somebody could walk down Fifth Avenue and shoot one of Judah and nobody say nothing. It ain't them. It's y'all. A lot of times we can go, oh, the devil, the devil. Or you pointing at somebody else, the devil's children. A lot of times it's y'all. You need to get into these scriptures and understand and stop being stiff-necked. Stop being stupid. Stop uh, harassing one another. And, and this is all scripture I'm talking about. Okay reprimand israel for their sins this goes for the whole nation among themselves when they get somebody that's righteous that's trying to tell them walk straight why do i have to hold your hand and go you know what you're doing is wrong you know what you're doing is wrong i don't have to hold your hand nobody has to hold your hand look at the history of israel they've been acting like fools since day one why does somebody gotta hold their hand and woo 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 that's what y'all did in the beginning and they didn't want to hear it so if they didn't want to hear from Yah, they didn't want to hear from Yeshua. you know they don't want to hear from the prophets or um, anybody else that could see because Yah said he's going to pour his spirit out at the end times and people are going to prophesy and see. If you prophesy and naturally the message is going to be, uh, Israel, get your life or get it together. No, they don't want to hear nothing. They don't want to hear nothing. This is why it's only going to be a remnant of Israel. This is it. This is it. Enough is enough it's been written, it's been locked in place, y'all's words not gonna fall down void, and it's only gonna be a running, because nobody listens, and they refuse, enough is enough, James 3 and 10 says, from the same mouth comes blessing and cursing, my brethren, these things ought not to be so, (sighs) what can I say about that, (laughs) You shouldn't be cursing people and blessing them at the same time. That's just like drinking out the toilet. Honestly, you go to the bathroom in the toilet, but new water comes back. Nothing wrong with the water until you go to the bathroom. Would you drink out the toilet? So why are you saying horrible things out your mouth and good things? It doesn't make sense. And we all do it. Everybody. I'm working on it. You should be working on it. All of everybody, everybody did it. Everybody, everybody, even throughout history, throughout biblical history, everybody does it. And they need to stop. You really need to consciously think about what you said because we, especially as Judah, so many things happen to us and I'm not trying to make excuses. So many things happen to us. So a lot of times, you know, Judah has a lot of trauma. So a lot of times with somebody, when you feel like somebody's jumping on you, your instincts kick in and that mouth goes ham. Oh, it can cut somebody down to the ground. Can nobody cut nobody like Judah? Nobody could cut nobody like Judah, honey. Judah is like a Ginsu knife. Can nobody cut Judah down? Judah will cut somebody down to the ground. Yes, they will with their mouth. They will cut somebody down. Now, there's there's heathens that say stuff, and it's hurtful. And then there's Gentiles that can say stuff, but can nobody cut you like Israel, especially Judah? Judah sprinkled all over the world, honey. Try going to one of these um, islands and say something and see what they do. Child, can nobody cut you like Judah can? Judah will cut you, okay? Don't you play with Judah, and they need to watch their mouth. James 3 and 8 says, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. Yes, it is full of deadly poison. Honey, you get, you get somebody and you 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 getting on their nerves and you really trying to hurt their feelings. What do they do? Come out and cut you with their mouth. They will cut you down and this is a lot of times we need to watch what we say even when other people say that remember Yah is always watching y'all has um i can't say animals because they're not animals but he has beings that's um that come to the throne and they report everything that happens these beings and this is in revelation these beings sit at the throne and they full of eyes it's like having the ultimate big brother watching everybody in the whole wide world Yep, Yah has these beings full of eyes. Now you already know Yah is not bound by space and time, so he can see everything. But there's beings that's full of eyes, four beings that's full of eyes that go to every corner of the world and they look at everything. Now imagine that. So now they seeing uh, people going in with their mouth and wars and all this stuff. Nothing is being undocumented. Nothing is being undocumented from anybody, anybody. Israel, Gentile, heathen, animal, everything is being recorded. Everything. Thoughts, feelings, actions, everything. And if you don't believe me, when we get into Revelation, when they say um, it's going to be something in your head, in your hand, that's what it is. Thoughts and actions. Okay? All right. Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and life is in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. What does that mean? Death and life is in the power of the tongue. You can say your stuff and you could damn yourself. And life, you can speak life into somebody too and giving them encouragement. Let's just talk about the rappers. Biggie Smalls, Tupac. What were they saying in their raps? They ain't gonna be here. Oh, I'm Machiavelli. I, I fake my own death, this, that. All they kept talking about was death. All they kept talking about was death. Who shot you? Da, da 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 biggie. And what happened to that? I'm gonna give you another one too. I know somebody who was very dear to my heart. They kept saying, I'm gonna die with my eyes wide open. What did they do? They died with their eyes wide open. What did I tell you about self-fulfilling prophecy? And I will say it again. Self-fulfilling prophecy is marking yourself or marking somebody else. You have a child and you're not happy with that child for whatever reason, or you're very critical with that child. You kept calling that child stupid since the day they was born. What are they going to be? Stupid. You keep building them up. You are beautiful. You are wonderful. Nobody could touch you. This, that, all kinds of lovey-dovey stuff. They're going to be well-rounded not unless you puff them up and say you better than other people and then they're just going to be pompous arrogant fools you do that with self-fulfilling prophecy you do it with your mouth the power of the tongue james 3 5 and 6 says so also the tongue is a small member yet it boasts of great things how great is excuse me how great are forests is set ablaze by such a small fire and the tongue is a fire a world of unrighteousness the tongue is set among our members staining the whole body setting on fire the entire curse of life and set on fire by hell Mm -hmm. now what does that mean it means your mouth could roll your behind right into the gates of hell okay and hell is not the worst thing that can happen to you. I already said this. People keep saying, oh, you're going to hell, you're going to this. It's really, hell is a holding place. Yah made hell. Yah made hell for a holding place. And he did that because of the sin of Adam. When Adam sinned, all this stuff came into the world. So there had to be a place for people to be before Yahshua came. When Yahshua came, he took all the saints from the holding place sheol that they call hell and brought them up to the heavens now there's different levels of heaven we already spoke about this but i'm gonna throw it in there there's different levels of heaven that people being held now within the different places of heavens i already told you the heavens is the sky the firmament in those different levels is a place called the place of peace and that's where the righteous people go to wait for the last judgment And the place of torment is the place where unrighteous people go to be tormented by worms, fire, and anything else horrible that you could think of. That's for the unrighteous people. And that's what happens. And everything is out in the open because it's the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm is different from the um, earthly realm. There's things that you cannot see on this earthly realm that will hurt you. Well, I already talked about spirits, we already did that, but in the heavenly realm, everything is open, just one um one group of spirits can't go to the other side, like the evil spirits can't go to the good side, so they can see it. And it's there's an example that's in Genesis that Yah told um um Moses, Since you sinned, I'ma let you see the promised land, but you can't go in. So that's how it is, like that. Okay, and if you don't believe me look at the vision of Paul, look and read it, the vision of Paul, and the apocalypse of Peter, which is the apocalypse of Paul, but it's also the vision of Paul. If you type it up or get the book, it's the same thing. And the apocalypse of Peter. Now, why is the apocalypse of Peter in apocalypse of Paul? Remember, with the apostles, Yahushua, chose the apostles for a specific reason. Remember, before the foundation of the world, Yah knew you. He knew what you was gonna do. He knew your position. He knew what you was supposed to do X, Y, and Z. He put that in you and he let you come down here. And no matter what happens, it's still gonna happen. You still gonna uh, play your position until you die. So with the apostles, Yahushua chose the apostle Paul to be the apostle to the Gentiles. And he wrote a lot of the New Testament. He was a very smart ex-Pharisee, he was smart. First he was doing stuff he shouldn't do, then Yah got to him, Yahshua got to him, and then he started doing what he was supposed to do. But the apocalypse is um, him seeing life and death as we know it, and what happens when we die. And so does Peter, Peter says it uh, he reports it also. Peter is the rock for Yasharel. Yeshua is building his church on Peter. And it's not church, it's assembly. He is building his assembly on Peter. So Peter is delivering the same message to Yasharel, Pretty much the same message to different people. So we know that hell is just a holding place. Everybody keep, you know, these religious people down here that was never given the law or anything else. Was um, sitting up here telling people, "Oh, you're going to hell. You're gonna be damned. This, da 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 da." Hell, A.K.A. Sheol, which is the original uh, word, is a holding place. It's a holding place. Like I said, it's a holding place. Now, what you don't want to do, and where you don't want to go, is the uh, the place of torment, because it's just what I say, the place of torment, torment constantly. And remember, spirits don't sleep in slumber. So your soul will be down there being tormented in every way possible. And then after that, when the final judgment is, because you know, human beings have to go into a certain time. So when people die, people are being born. Until the last person is being born, when the consummation of time for Yah, then it's going to be the... Um, the um, judgment so you're going to be sitting there being either tormented or in the place of peace until judgment so it will behoove you to get in this word and know uh the most high Yah. because if you don't you'll be there in the place of torment it's nothing you could do night day night day night day night day you being tormented worms go in worms go out Worms play pinochle on your snout. It's going to be all kinds of stuff. Trust me. I'm not trying to be funny, but yes, that's what's going to happen. So you need to be worried about the place of torment and not hell, because hell is just to hold the place. Okay? All right. And that's scriptural. I'm not making this stuff up off the top of my head. When you start reading all the books and not just those 66 books in the Bible and how you would know be in the Ruach, the Ruach leads you to all the rest of the books you need to be reading. Honey, when you start meditating on those books, it's going to flip your wig back. So I'm not saying this stuff off the top of my head. I have read the books, meditate on the books and been wowed by the books. Okay. So proverbs 10 20 and 21 the tongue of the righteous is choice silver the heart of the wicked is of little worth the lips of the righteous feed many but fools die for lack of sense what does that mean it means those fools are always saying something horrible and negative to people and it's going to backfire on them like i said for the righteous who give you good encouragement, who come to your aid, who who help you and lift you up, that's what's going to carry you through. And actually, that is what Yahshua is supposed to be doing for each other. They're supposed to be lifting each other up, crying on each other's shoulder, going to each other for support. That's what you're supposed to do. Do you see that in Judah? No. And this is why somebody could walk down the street. And I have to keep just saying this. This this is not a game. Because Judah don't listen to nobody. Judah is scattered in the four corners of the earth. And you know who Judah is. Cut on the TV. (laughs) Cut on the TV in every world. And you see the children of Judah acting like fools. Cut it on. Especially in the United States. Judah's fighting against each other. Doing stupid stuff. It don't make no sense. Okay. James 1 and 26. If anyone thinks he is religious, aka spiritual, and it does not bridle their tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Now we know we don't have a religion. What do we have? We have a birthright. We have a blood covenant. That's what we got. Okay, We don't have no religion. Now, naturally, when this, uh, the scriptures was done, they was tampered with, so they would say religion, even when they was transcribed. Remember, in the original um, Hebrew language, there's some words that don't have an um, English meaning. So a lot of times when you transcribe it to different languages. And I will, I will equate it to this. You know how we speak in metaphors and similes and how we say all colloquialisms and slangs in our community? Sometimes there's not another word for that because it's just amongst ourselves. So that's what, that's like me having a conversation with you guys and I'm writing it down. You know what I'm talking about, but somebody who's trying to transcribe it don't. So they just make up their own little word. Well, that's that. Because then in no way, was Yasharel? well, I can't say they wasn't religious. Remember, when they got scattered they by uh, other uh, nations, they was made to follow some people's religions and traditions. So at that point, yes, they were. But, you know, from the beginning, we were spiritual and never, um, never religious. It was never a religion, ever, 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 ever. Made. Okay? Yeah, religion is dogma, is man-made, is... Um, all kinds of rules and regulations, and that's not that's not how it was. That's why Yashua was telling them, "You're gonna suffer because you're religious and your traditions. You're not listening to the word of Yah because you you keep having these religions and traditions. What the heck is going on? And naturally, they killed Yah too. I mean, Yashua too. You already know, Yasharel did it themselves. Okay. Um. Wow, we doing good. So I don't even, you know, it might be one one lesson. You know, I'm almost finished. So, um, okay. 1 Peter 3 and 10 says, for whoever desires to love life and sees good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. I don't have to transcribe that. It's basically saying, don't say nothing wicked and it won't come back to you. That's what it's saying. Excuse me. And you know that Peter's saying it. Now, I want to point out to you every scripture that I read thus far, every scripture I read thus far came from a prophet or an apostle. It didn't come from um. Just a regular, somebody else saying it. It came from an apostle or a prophet. Isaiah is a ma- major prophet. James is Yeshua's brother, one of the ace, boom, coom. They call him James the Just. He was, ja- he was Yeshua's brother. So you know he was close. Proverbs was written by Solomon, one of the smartest men alive with the most wisdom. When I say wisdom, wisdom is from the spirit of wisdom that gives knowledge, okay? Um, Okay, so we read Proverbs, James, a lot of James, a lot of Proverbs, Isaiah. Peter's the rock. Remember, Peter is the rock. Yeshua built his assembly on Peter. So Peter's advising you two of your mouth, okay? All of these things that I'm reading today will be from major players in the scriptures. Major, the only two. That I'm I'm gonna read is um, from Paul, which Paul is a a major player. He is the apostle to the Gentiles, but remember at that time, um, Yahshua was scattered everywhere. So when Yeshua sent um, the 12 out, he sent them out to the children of Israel with a concentration on Paul who came later, who was the um, apostle to the Gentiles. So although he was the apostle to the Gentiles and he wrote a lot of the Old Testament or a lot of the Old, I mean, uh, excuse me, a lot of the New Testament, not the Old Testament. A lot of the New Testament books that's in the Bible, gentiles put together with the concentration on Paul. now remember they did a whole bunch of stuff and in the book of enoch it says they'll be hiding the books they'll be manipulating the books they'll be doing all kinds of stuff but in end days when they finally let the truth out the children of israel is going to find it i say that to say the gentiles put the um, the bible together a gentile did it first many times because it was many uh, different books that had a lot of mistakes The most accurate, and I'm saying this one has mistakes too, is the King James um, 1611 that had most of the scriptures in it. And then people manipulated that and then took a lot of the scriptures out. And now we only got these 66 books. But then through those 66 books in the New Testament, people got together and they looked at it. Now, remember, they, they Gentiles. They was never given anything, no favor, no nothing. And they tried to put the books together. So that's what you got. This is why people question it. Okay. But anyway. Ephesians, which is written by Paul 4 and 29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. Now he's talking to the Ephesians with the concentration of Yasharel. But only such is a good, such is good, excuse me, for building up as fists, excuse me, fits the. Let me read it again, because I'm just getting tongue-tied. Ephesians 4 and 29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. I'm sorry. I'm reading from my own scribble. (laughs) So please forgive me. All right. So he's basically telling you, watch what you say. Watch your mouth and let only good things come out your mouth. If you don't have nothing good to say, this is what my mother always said. If you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. And that's the truth because you'll turn around and you'll curse somebody. And guess what? It'll bounce right back on you too because you can curse somebody with your mouth. And then what does y'all say? Y'all will not be mocked for what you sow; You shall reap. So if you curse somebody, guess what? It's going to come right back to you. So let's let's think about what we say. A lot of times, like I said, Israel, with the concentration of Judah being scattered all over the four corners of the earth, Judah has been abused. Judah has been um, traumatized. The whole Yashuel, they have. And I'm not saying it to be uh, to. Um, I'm not saying it for any particular thing. What I'm saying is they have been abused, but just because you've been abused doesn't mean you could go around abusing other people. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of times uh, Judah can open their mouth and cut you deep, cut you. Mm-hmm. With that mouth it is. They will cut you because they hurt. A lot of times they hurt and they carry their hurt. And honey, if you coming in their realm and starting to mess, you are gonna get cut with that mouth. You're going to get cut, honey. Ooh, sometimes it's worse than having a physical cut. Ooh, they'll cut you. All right. Proverbs 21 and 23. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. That means you you watch your mouth and don't say nothing. You're going to be good. Somebody told me a long time ago because I used to be mouthing, I still kind of am, but I'm learning every day that nobody can interpret silence. No one can interpret silence, and that's the truth. However, I'm also very animated and you can see it all over my body. I don't have to open my mouth, you will see it. And I'm working on that too. But for the most part, no one can interpret silence. They don't know what you're thinking or saying, you know, they're saying in your mind, they don't know what you're thinking until you open your mouth, not unless you wear it on your body. And a lot of times (laughs) some people do, but the best thing that you could do for yourself and others is to keep your mouth shut. Sometimes you just got to hold your tongue and walk away real fast. You do before people see it. They see that you're going to say something. Or they see what you would like to say in your, in your body language. Okay? All right. Proverbs 13 and 3. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. And that's the truth. A lot of times we open up our mouths and we insert our foot right in it. Yeah. We need to shut our mouth. There are so many. When I say so many, I have downloaded so many scriptures. I got a thick pamphlet here that I could go on, on and on and on about the mess that we say, the nonsense, especially Yasharel. Proverbs sixteen. I'm sorry. Let me go to James first. James three and nine. Oh, we got less than ten minutes. And then I'm going to uh, go on to the second one. I thought I was going to put it all on this, but we actually have a, a page more to say. Um, and I will talk until the time runs out. But um, please sign back on. But, I'm, you know, you can always listen to this message on um, Spotify. But it's good if we could all come together because, you know, we... We sit up throughout the whole uh, seven days and we are bombarded with negative stimuli from everywhere. I mean, it's so it's so second nature now that we don't even pay attention to that, but I'm gonna have a lesson on that. I'm gonna have a lesson on that because everything that we experience when we wake up in the morning from the time we go to work, the time we come home and the time we get ready to retire to go back to bed, we have been bombarded with negative stimuli. Bombarded, and it sticks in your brain and half the time you can't even sleep because it's all this negativity that you're trying to sort out at the you know throughout the day when you laying down to to wind down and go to sleep a lot of times we too busy trying to decipher and and um review all of the things that went on in that day to try to figure out did we say anything or do anything that was against somebody or whatever it was that's what we do for the most part. A lot of us, some people just go to sleep. But <laughs> a lot of times, you know, when, you, when you're when trying to be a good person, you're trying to live righteous or you're trying to watch the things you say or do, a lot of times we sit and we ponder over the whole day while we're sleeping. We shouldn't do that. And we should be mindful of the things that we say. This way we don't have to sit up there and do that. But like I said, back to the negativity. It's so much negativity that we have to deal with little and big that we just go through our day and, and we are full of negativity. So we must come together and be able to combat that negativity with the word of Yah. Cause the word of Yah is, uh, is like a double-edged sword too. And it could cut all that negativity out of your being. So it's good to um, get filled up with the word of Yah to combat the negativity that you've been experiencing all week. And uh, personally, uh, one hour or an hour and a couple of minutes really doesn't give you enough um, um, positivity and scriptural um, way with to combat the negativity that you continue to experience. So, you know, um, I try to give more information uh, two or three times a week by uploading uh, scriptures that you could live by simply so when you're on the go, you can hurry up and just plug into Spotify and listen to these, um, these truths to give you um some more support throughout the week. So, you know, like I said, I'm sure that we all experience negativity that we would like to just go and punch somebody in the face or cuss them out real good. And we shouldn't be, or something that's so negative on the TV that we always seeing somebody doing something to somebody, it's just it's too much. And a lot of times we need these words of wisdom from the scriptures, especially directly from YAH, just to give us that pickup and that boost for us to keep going. And um, I did do a message um, yesterday, as a matter of fact, cause I just felt like I needed to do this message yesterday and that's um, 12, 10, 21 about spending more time with yah and i think that's an important message simply because we don't spend enough time with yah how are we supposed to decipher the uh, the scriptures how are we supposed to connect with the ruah how are we supposed to know what we're supposed to do if we're not spending time with the most high yah and that's what we should be doing even when it comes down to the mouth when you spend the time with yah he tells you directly he speaks directly to you through the ruah that gives you uh, messages and stuff. But how are we supposed to do that? How are we supposed to do it? And in that message, it tells you how you're supposed to do it and how, what you're supposed to listen for and how you're supposed to move forward. It gives you all that information. This way we'll be learning to control our mouths and our tongues. Um, all right, I'm gonna go to James and I'm gonna read James and then Proverbs is next. So when I um, go to the next, go to the next, um, le- I mean, you know, the next lesson because it's getting ready to cut off, then we will be starting with Proverbs. Okay. Um, James three and nine. And remember I said James was Joshua's brother. So they called him James the just. So a lot of things, and he has a lot of messages too. I mean, he has a lot of books. It's not just that in the the Bible. Oh, he has some really good books. He really does. Okay, so um, James 3 and nine said, with it, we bless Yahshua, excuse me. With it, we bless Yahuwah. He's referring to the mouth. With it, we bless Yahuwah our Elohim. And with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of YAH. Now, who is James talking to? I already told you, James is the apostle to Yashorel. So he's speaking strictly to Yashorel. And that's why he doesn't have to explain in detail what that means because he's talking to Yashorel and Yashorel should know better. Back to what I was saying about Yashorel wants somebody to speak nicely to them and tickle their ears. Why should I have to tickle your ears when y'all is telling us to cry aloud and spare not? Don't spare Israel. Tell them what they need to be um, uh, doing. Tell them and reprimand them because enough is enough. YAH walked with Israel since the very beginning. And guess what? He's been fighting with them since the very beginning. And he's still fighting with them. YAH is fighting with Israel, been fighting with them since day one. Yet he said they the apple of his eye. He said that nobody's going to take them from his hand. He said that his sheep know his voice and they ain't going to go to another one. But he also said that I'm going to weed out the rebels. So those rebels going to keep being rebels. And this is why you got to cry aloud and spare not. No, I'm not. If I'm talking to Israel, if I'm focusing on Israel, no, I'm not being nice. I'm digging in Israel's behind. I'm a digging they behind. You know why? Cause they should know better. They keep going around doing things they shouldn't do. They begging their enemies to like them. They begging their enemies to be um, a support and and to pay attention to them. They begging their enemies to do all kinds of stuff. Israel is backwards. They stiff neck. They stupid. They all of that that y'all say. Yes, I agree one million percent. Israel is a bunch of dummies. They're stiff neck. And if you don't believe what I said, go to any island, go anywhere, speak to the children of Israel, go on and speak to them, see what you get. Yeah. So, um, like I said, Peter is referring to the mouth and he don't have to explain what it is. He just started with, with this, we bless because Israel knows what he's talking about. Israel knows full well what he's talking about, what he said, what he said. So with that, I'm going to go to the next lesson. We have less than a minute, so I'm going to cut, cut it off. I'm going to go to the next lesson. Please um, click on to the next lesson, and we're going to wrap it up. Okay.